Hello, you are listening to the Bethel Atlanta Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com. Tell me you got me. One, two, three, four. Getting there? Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Let's give it up for Dustin this morning at the audio world. You don't know, but our our main guy is under the weather, and so he is filling in in his first time. So it's definitely been uh, all hands on deck morning in a lot of different areas, so appreciate you, dude. All right. Well... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive in this morning. Uh, let me see where do I want to start. I'm gonna be here. Um, I, f- I feel like um, I told you you'd see me again, right? I was dual dual mic micing earlier. I had the one on the ear and here. I was like, oh, this is, it's all hands on deck this morning. If you don't know, uh, Lauren is uh, traveling. She's in Reading this week. And so we're excited about that. She's there meeting the whole, all the Bethel churches that have come together and uh, are spending the week together. And so it's going to be very, very good and uh, excited to see what she brings back and what we uh, hear, what the Lord's doing at large and stuff. And so um, <clears throat> pretty cool. I, I keep reminding myself that we are one of the seven churches in the globe that are bringing worldwide revival. For just Bethel, yeah, yeah, just in our movement. But we are one of the seven churches that are a part of the Bethel movement that are bringing worldwide revival in the globe. Is that something? That's pretty, that's pretty wild. We, we carry a piece. Did you know that? We carry a piece of that pie. Anyway, I thought that was more profound, but that's okay. Maybe it's just me. Um, I am uh, going to share this morning. I, You know, I, I like to teach. I like to... which. It's funny because I thought, well, I'm not going to be teaching anything this morning. We're going to just keep rolling until it gets settled. So um, I'm going to, I normally like to teach, uh, and I was like, I'm not going to teach this morning. I, I feel, I kind of, it will, it's going to be an unconventional message. Um, I feel like there's something happening in the spirit that I feel like I'm supposed to shine light on for us, that we as a body can, can join in and partner with what he's doing in this moment. Um, I said all that, and then, and then as I was sitting here during worship, I'm like, oh, I got a few things. I'm, I'm going to teach a little bit, just a little bit. So uh, it's hard for me not to. So I want to, but the, the purpose of what I want to do is, <clears throat> uh, what I want to teach is really, I feel like, is, is to kind of tee us up for what the Lord's doing, to, to position ourselves so that we can receive it even at a greater level. If that makes sense, it probably will as I talk. But um, uh, I want to position us to, to really, really catch what's happening in the spirit because um, it feels very significant. So, um, in if you if you're not aware, uh, depending on how long you've been here at, in in part of our movement or our you know, not necessarily even just charismatic, but a little bit more of a supernatural bent of a church. Um, there's, there's a few kind of foundational things. So I want to talk about a couple of those. Um, first and foremost is that we are spirit and not of the natural. Did you know this? 
it says in Corinthians 4, it says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, the things that are not seen are eternal. Uh, in Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians 2, Paul talks about, you guys are familiar with this verse, things which eye has not seen, ears not heard, in fact it hasn't even entered the heart of man, are all that God has prepared for those that love him. And, you know, pre, before, you, uh, before I got born again again, uh, you know, I would have read that verse and been excited about the fact that there's things that I've not seen that God has for me that I haven't seen and haven't entered into my heart. The mystery of that. It's just beautiful. Amen? But then I got born again again, right? I, like, like all of a sudden I get, you get baptized in the spirit and the spiritual becomes real and you realize, oh, he's saying more things than I realized. He's saying more things than I was hearing. I wasn't hearing them because I wasn't of the spirit. It didn't mean I wasn't saved. I just hadn't, you know, when you become baptized in the spirit, like all of a sudden you, you get uh, engaged into spiritual things. Tracking? Um, and so when, uh, so then, then, then all of a sudden I saw the next verse. That's what I didn't realize. The next verse says, but it has been given to us, for he has revealed them through the spirit. Those things that I have not seen and ear has not heard and hasn't entered the heart of man now have been revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men know the thoughts of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit, of, the Spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. Uh, this is, I want to highlight on these, uh, this verse. Things which we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. A natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit for their foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised. But he who spiritually appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him, However, we have the mind of Christ. And so I, I feel like to just highlight and, and, and if, if remind us that we are of the Spirit. We are of the Spirit. We're not of the natural. And so because we're of the Spirit, you know, it says when you were saved that you were translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Right, I talked, I talked a few weeks ago and kind of touched on a couple of these things. Um, the fact that you're seated with him in heavenly places. You, in Ephesians, it says you have been seated with him in heavenly places. It's a past tense thing. It's already taken place. When we got saved, we have been seated with him in heavenly places, which means you currently reside in heavenly places. When you were born again, he says your spirit has been made alive in Christ. The spirit inside of you has come to life. It says in Luke 17, the kingdom of heaven is within you. The kingdom of heaven is a place you reside currently, seated with him. You are not of this world. Right? You are citizens of heaven. So I, I, I just want to kind of like, like this is my... Um, 
uh, uh, starting point to what I, what I want to share because I, I feel like what's happening is very much in the spirit and I want us to catch it. It's, it's the things that I'm going to share this morning aren't going to be profound. They're, in some cases, won't be things we don't know. Um, I feel like... Um, I feel like the Lord's doing something. I became aware of it, and I'm like, I think I'm supposed to shine a light so that we can all be a partner, partner with it. Does that make sense? Um, because we're led by the Spirit, Romans 8. Right? Those who are ch- the children of God have, have been called the sons of God are led by the Spirit. And so I want to activate the led by the Spirit peace in us as we just kind of unpack um, what I've been hearing. It's not, it's not my word. Um, uh, how, how many of you have heard Chris Valadin's word about uh, uh, halftime? Oh, good, good. Okay, great. This is going to be helpful. Um, how about this last week, I think a week or two, I'm not sure which Sunday it was, where um, he talked about pruning. Anybody heard that word? So it's kind of the same word, uh, but a little bit more developed. Um, so it's, it's kind of Chris's word, I think, you know, when the fathers of our movement are speaking, I listen. And when a prophet is speaking, I listen. And when he is speaking about something, he's talking about something significant happening in January, um, I'm like, oh, I, I feel like I, I want to be a part and partner with what the Lord's doing. Um, I, I kind of stumbled upon this. Um, again, I'm going to talk. I'm going to share a little bit of my process with some of my story, I, the Spirit's going to say some things. Yeah. We speak not with, with words of human wisdom, but we combine spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. And I feel like today, you're going to receive an impartation. It will be caught more than taught, as we say. Like, you're, what's going to take place? I wanted you to tune in fact, just close your eyes and just like, even right now, just turn your affections to the Father. Uh, Lord, we just say yes and amen to what you're saying, and you're saying it so loud. Uh, Lord, give us ears to hear and eyes to see what it is that you are saying in this moment. Uh, Lord, give us uh, uh, courage to respond with how you're calling us to make adjustments. Lord, we just have our ears open, and we just say we are listening and ready. Yeah, I just, there's, there's going to be more that happens in this next half an hour than makes sense naturally to the natural mind. Is that, it may not make sense, I don't know. We're, we're going to roll with it anyway. So I, I'm sharing some of my story. Um, uh, <clears throat> I had, I, I feel like I kind of woke up in the middle of this before I even heard that this word, you know, someone had mentioned this last week, hey, you got to hear Chris's word and I was like, oh, okay, and then I listened, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I, I've been in the middle of this and didn't even know it was happening. Um, I, uh, so, how did I start? 2023 was a hard year. Anybody else? <laughs> 2023 is a hard year. Um, if you don't know, I have my own business, and aside, what I do, it's what I say, say what I used to do for real money, and then 2023 happened, and then it's not making any real money anymore. Uh, and so 2023 has been a hard year financially. Um, you know, a lot of my journey uh, with, with, running, with running business in general with the Holy Spirit is to listen to what the Lord's doing and run it in a kingdom manner, which doesn't always make business sense. 
Like, I'm a business, I could be a good business consultant for someone, I would never instruct them to do what I've done for the last year and a half. <laughs> I would highly tell them, there's not a chance you should be doing this. And yet, I'm doing it. Uh, and so, you know, um, in, in the, over the last year, you know, I, I feel like I've been holding steady to the word that I've heard of the Lord, of, you know, wait, um, slow and steady, um, just hold, uh, Really, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy of action. I'm decisive. I like to, you know, hear the Lord and, and move quickly. And I was, there was none of that. <clears throat> and, so, and so it's been, so that's like so all the while watching nothing change. So, you know, a lot of it's easy for us to be like, yeah, I hear the Lord and then something happened and then I'm encouraged. It's a little bit of more of a challenge when you hear the Lord and nothing happens. Was I saying yes to the Lord to make something happen? Is my yes to get, work a magic trick so that something changes? Hmm. You know, the Lord's just talking, dealing with some stuff. And, uh, and so for a year and a half, I've been holding strong and not seeing change. Um, in fact, it's costing me. It cost, it's costing me lots. And so... Um, you know, come down to the end of the year, and I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta start another business. I gotta do something different. I gotta work some stuff on the weekends. Um, I'm gonna, you know, go back to doing construction. I need to generate. I need to generate X amount of money for for 2024. So I get a plan. I got a plan. And uh, and then middle of December, my truck breaks down. Uh, the truck that tows the trailer to do the work. <laughs> so I'm like. Oh, I'm not, I'm not doing the work like I used to. I'm having to make a shift. It happened with another little truck I got. And so I'm like, okay, we can make this happen. I mean, I can, if you know me, I can make stuff happen. <laughs> and so, um, and, then, and then January hits. Like, okay, January hits. I'm out of money. I'm like, I don't know if my business is going to be here in the next two weeks. I knew, I believe, I believe 2024 is going to change. Something's shifting in 2024. I fully believe that. I don't know if I can get to 2024. That was my problem. I'm like, I, I believe it's going to change. I just don't know if I'm going to make it in there. Uh, so first week of 2024, I get sick. I don't get sick. <laughs> if, again, if you know me, you know, I, I, I can push through anything. And if, when you work for yourself, if you know this about yourself, if you're self-employed, you don't have time to get sick. It doesn't work like that. You don't work. You don't make money. And so, uh, and so I find myself bedridden. So I was why I wasn't here last week. I mean, like, bedridden. And that, I haven't been this sick, I don't think, since I was in prison, 25, 30 years ago. Like, it, it's been, it, it, it was bedridden, done. I'm like, and, uh, and I'm, laying in, I'm laying there in bed. I'm just, you know, if you've been, a lot of people are going through it right now. So I get it. You're just miserable, right? You're just there. It's like, poor me, all the things. And, uh, and then I'm just like, my gosh, I'm like, I don't, I don't have my health. I don't have any vehicles. My daughter's car breaks down too. We're like doing musical cars to make life happen right now. I'm like, what, what's going on? I'm supposed to be making money right now. This is the weekend. I'm supposed to be making money. I'm like, what is happening? And, uh, and then I just hear the Lord. And he says, hey, do you not think that I could take care of your needs while you lay there? And I'm like, well, I know the answer to that. Uh, and, and, then, and then I kind of catch myself and I realize 
I'm in a moment where the Lord's stripped me of all my will. And it's not that he gave me sickness, but he's going to capitalize on the moment. <laughs> and I go like, hey, now I got you down here. I'm going to talk to you. Uh, and, and he just like, stri- I, I get stripped of all my will. And he says, will you, will you trust me, basically? And I'm like, uh. And then I hear him say this. Hey, what worked last season won't work in this season. <laughs> Moving forward. And I'm like, uh. and And it's funny. I, I have this analogy, like, pop through my head. I know it's football season, but I'm going to talk basketball. <laughs> Basketball's my sport. Um, it is football season. I will say the Niners aren't doing too bad. Just, I'm sorry. I apologize, but it's just true. Um, God, very quiet. It's no quiet. It's very quiet here. I know. I'm West Coast, so sorry. I'm killing the spirit, he says. <laughs> so, and so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Golden State Warriors fan because um, uh, I'm from the West Coast. Uh, I was a fan long before they were ever doing anything. I went through all the hard years, so I kind of definitely revel in our good ones. Uh, so, so all of a sudden I'm like thinking through, and I'm like thinking about the 2015, 2016, 17, 18 Warriors. And, and if you guys remember or knew anything of it when it was happening, um, the Warriors found something as a team. They they began to play a game nobody else was playing. Like, like, they would play the game to the degree that they're blowing teams out by 40 points, and then their star, Curry, is sitting in the fourth quarter not having to play. And this was happening for a few years. They are decimating other teams, like decimating them, like to the point that it's like they're playing a game nobody else is playing. Like nobody's playing their game. And as a, I'm a fan, I like it when we decimate. That's why I just care that we just blow. I don't care that it's a blowout. I want it to be a blowout. I can't handle it when it's tight. I, can't, I literally turn the game off. <laughs> I want it to be decimated. So I'm like, I'm like you know, I'm, I'm like going through this analogy in my head of like, like, what, like, like it's almost like the Lord's reminding me. And then he said, and, and then I kind of hear this highlight, oh, today, today, they can't hardly compete. They're playing the same game. But now everybody's playing the same game. And their hardest competitors are the ones that were their previous coaches that are playing their offense and doing their systems. And literally, the game has changed. Like, everyone's playing the three Point, the three ball now and they weren't before like, so, so the whole game has changed it's caught up to them they can't, they can't compete they're barely a 500 team right now and, and I'm like and I'm like all this is, is it's kind of funny but it's just again the way the Lord speaks to me because this is the way I think and, and it's like oh what worked for them then isn't working for them today like what worked in the last season no matter how successful it was or how uh, 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 productive it was or even how Holy Spirit driven it was that the Lord was, whatever it was you were doing in your life in the previous season the game has changed and it won't work today what was working back then and so the Lord's like speaking to me like hey you, you, you think if I work harder it's going to change your outcome and you haven't you, that hasn't, story hasn't changed for four years for me. This is where I've been for four years, working harder. Working harder to make things happen. 
and the Lord is like catches me <laughs> lying in the bed, completely stripped of my will and my ability. And he says, do you not think I can do something about your needs? What worked previously won't work moving forward. What you, your, your game plan to do more of the same isn't going to change the outcome of what you've been doing. And so the Lord just kind of catches, he catches my attention. And I realize um, in this moment, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in the Lord's speaking. And, and how many of you know when the Lord's speaking, we want to listen? And so I'm like, oh, I, I, I need to like, so I even shifted even during my time being sick. I'm shifting my uh, uh, focus. I'm not like just vegging out watching Netflix. I'm like, okay, what, Lord, what are you saying? How are you speaking? What is it that you're saying about this? What is it that you're saying about that? How is my, what, where do I need to adjust for this? How do I need to adjust my, my mindset, my belief system for X, Y, Z, whatever it is? And so, and so this is where I kind of find myself. I, I finally recover, and then I get into a meeting on Monday, and I say, hey, have you heard Chris's message? I'm like, no, I haven't heard Chris's message. So I listen, and um, the gist of it is this. The, uh, there's in, in, in a halftime during a game, the coach is a, a make, taking an assessment of the game and making adjustments. The, 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 the significant moment that Chris is highlighting is that January is a halftime moment. January. It's a halftime moment uh, where we can assess the game and let the Lord make some adjustments for us. And, it, and the more I keep kind of mining it, again, when I hear, when I hear the Lord, um, I, want, I, wanna, I wanna milk it for everything I can. And so I'm like listening to this message over and over and over and hearing the Lord speak. What are you saying about this? How is this playing out for me? What is it that he's saying about that? You know, it's just, I got myself and my mind, I'm in a place of, of my, he's got my attention and I'm, I'm pondering and meditating on what the Lord's saying in this moment. Um, so Chris challenges us with three questions. He says, uh, you know, take an assessment of the game and ask, are you, are you winning? The second question is, is, is take an honest assessment of your part in the game. If you're losing, is it because of you? And then the third thing is, is now what is the Holy Spirit divine strategy for moving forward with the adjustments? What are the adjustments that he's calling us to make? So, so I'm hearing this. I'm, I'm like chewing on it. And, um, and, then, and then I hear Chris comes out with another message. So now I'm, now I'm listening to that message. So I, I, I want to invite you into some of the, my process um, when, I, when I'm hearing the Lord, I, I want to keep hearing. I, I'm not, I don't want to just, okay, the Lord's doing this, and so now I'm going to do that. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to meditate on this. Um, you know, I went and did an inspection on Friday, and I'm driving to Marietta. So I'm like, got three hours of drive time. I spend two hours doing the inspection. I think I listened to two messages the whole time, over and over. I listened to Lauren's from last week, and then... Um, and then just listen to Chris's new message just over and over. Just, just, I'm, I'm, and, and it's, I'm not, it's less to do with like, I'm, I'm actually listening to the words. I'm listening to the words, but I'm listening to what the Lord's saying. And I'm hearing the Lord speaking. And I'm like, oh, we're in a moment where the Lord is super loud. He's very loud right now. And there is something happening in the spirit realm in this moment that I want to partner with 
And, you know, one of the, some of the stories Chris shares and talks through is, um, is these moments in history where, like, you know, an Elijah goes in, you know, gets lied to by Jezebel and goes into a cave, and he goes in as a prophet and he comes out as a father. And, and, and so what, one of the things Chris is, like, highlighting is there's these moments where the, the, the story changes, we 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 listen. We we uh, we uh, we respond to the Lord and what He's doing, and and the storyline of our history changes. Moving forward, like like everything everything changes. The landscape changes, um, and so it's like this is this is one of those moments. And so I'm like, oh, I I'm I'm like looking at four years of, of life, and I'm like, I need my story to change. I, I, need, I, need, I need a partner with what the Lord's doing, and it, and it has to be spiritual. It can't, it's not on me. So, what, what, so on my, my, what my role now is, is now receive. That makes sense? It's, it's not do. It's not like, okay, give me my three steps that I'm going to go make this business work so I can make it fly to make more money. It's like, it was literally, do you not think I can do something while you lay there? And... The funny thing is, is we had our best week last week that we've had in six months. And it had nothing to do with me. And I'm like, I, and, 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 and I don't know if that's going to continue, but I'm definitely recognizing it has nothing to do with whether it does or not. It has to do with me being present with the Lord. And I feel like there is a moment that's happening right now that, you know, if we... If, if we partner with him, it will change our future. You know, so I'm like reading, uh, 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 we can turn there. I'm reading an Acts, and, and it's like there's, uh, we, we know the story. Again, it's not profound, but in Acts, you know, Jesus shows up to him, and he says, um, See if I can find it real quick here. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria, even to the remotest parts of the earth. And so he tells them, hey, wait. Wait. That's his message to the 120, right? We know the story, the upper room. But his message to them is there is like, hey, wait. Wait here. Until the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and then you'll do X, Y, Z. You got to remember that at the moment, there was no Holy Spirit. They don't have a grid for what we have a grid for, for Azusa, for Brownsville. For, we don't have, they don't have a grid for revival showing up, the Holy Spirit coming on people, and things breaking out. They don't have that. All they're told is wait. Wait for a moment. And so they go and sit in this room, and they wait. They, they pray. They contend with the Lord. But they're just waiting. And they don't know what they're waiting for. And they don't know how long they're waiting. And suddenly, there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. They, and there appeared to them tongues of fire, distributing themselves. And they each rested on each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. Now there were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout from uh, every nation under heaven. And when the sound occurred, a crowd came together. 
And they were bewildered because each one of them was hearing them speak in their own language. And they were amazed and astonished. Why are these not who are speaking? Are they not all Galileans? How is it that we are hearing them in our own language to which we were born? Um, I, I'll skip down. Uh, but uh, They're mocking at me. Then Peter, 14. Peter, taking the stand with the eleven, raises his voice and declares to them, Men of Judea, uh, all you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you. Give heed to my words, for these men are not drunk as you suppose. It is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. And he begins to prophesy, and you know the story. He gives uh, one of the first, like, spirit-filled, profound messages, and 3,000 people were added to the kingdom that day. The Lord said, wait. And something was going to happen. Sure, he gives a description. They don't really know because they don't know what that looks like. Something's going to happen. They wait. Suddenly, the Holy Spirit shows up, and, 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 and <laughs> the, the, the future of their lives and of all of eternity gets changed. I mean, I mean like, like they, they get activated in ministry and begin to move in power he speaks boldly. He gives a message. 3,000 people are saved. They launch the birth of the Christian churches. We know it on the earth, and we are here because of it, because of a moment, because they waited, because they heard the Lord. This is, this is what Chris begins to like highlight, like, hey, there's these moments throughout history where this something shifts and, 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 and it's changed moving forward and has less to do with strategy and more to do with what the Holy Spirit, what the Lord wants to do in a time. And, and it feels like we're in, in this moment. This is the moment we're in. And I feel like I woke up in it. Like I woke, I'm literally like sick. I'm on bed. All of a sudden, boom, I've, and I start having this happening. And then I'm hearing, you know, the prophet. I'm hearing the mo- uh, father of our, our movement. I'm like, oh, oh, there's more. Oh, this is a big deal. This is something. Something's happening right now in this moment, in this month that can change our future. And I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> I, I don't. I just know I need to be waiting. I just know I need to be in it waiting and listening and, and receiving and letting the spirit do a thing that does not make sense to me naturally. And so I, I'm, I hear the Lord, um, you know, so, so, so my ears are up. Now, now, now my ears are up in all things. So, you know, however, however you're putting your ears on or attending your heart, you know, it, it might be the traditional, I'm going to read in the Bible for 10 minutes a day. It, it might be, I'm going to go into my prayer closet. It might be. Uh, for me, I go on a run. And I'm not even listening to Christian music. But because of my, my, my heart posture, my head posture, it doesn't matter. I'm listening to what the Lord said. And I'm having a big conversation with the Lord. And he's unpacking all kinds of things. And so we just meditate on the presence of the Lord. We could say it like this. We feast on his presence. So this, this week kind of keeps shaping up. And I, I keep feeling this conviction. I keep hearing the Lord really loud. Um, and then we have a meeting with Leif. And we're, we're talking with Leif. And, and he, you know, un, unknowing. He, wasn't, he didn't hear last week's message. He brings up. The story of the widow with the with the, with the jars, and I'm like, oh, this is funny. And as he's talking, 
he, hear, he says these words. He says, you know, he, he's, he's uh, uh, talking about the story, and he says, you know, how Elijah turns to the widow and says, what do you have? And, and, and Leif's looking at me in my eyes, and he says, what do you have? And I hear the Lord. What do you have? And my f- instant response was, I have faith. And, and I start unpacking. Again, I'm just letting you into the story. I don't know what it's going to do. I feel like it's going to do something for you. So I'm just letting you in. <laughs> and so, so I hear the Lord says, um, I said, oh, I have faith. And I'm like, oh, that's weird that that would be my response. Sometimes you would typically think your response was something else. Like, what's in your hand? You know, it's like, I got this. I got that. And uh, I'm like, oh, I have faith. And then I start thinking, and I hear the Lord start talking to me. Yeah, faith is your superpower. And I'm like, oh, it is. I know I can believe the Lord. I can believe the Lord. When I hear the Lord, man, I can throw everything on it. Everything. I mean, it's, I'm here with my family because we heard the Lord say come, and, we, and none of it made sense. <laughs> and we came. Like, I, I know how to believe the Lord. I'm like, oh, that is, that's, and, and, then, I, and then I hear, um, oh, confidence is your superpower. And I'm like, oh, it is. I'm, I'm confident in me. I'm confident in the Lord. I'm confident in when I hear. I'm like, oh. And then I start, like, hearing the Lord starts talking to me. And I'm like, well, I start telling him. I'm like, but, but it got shaken in 23. My faith got shaken. My, my confidence got shaken. Because I said yes to the Lord and I didn't see the fruit. And I'm like, and, and that's when that happens over the course of time and it costs you something, not just like cost me dignity. It just doesn't I mean it literally costs me hundreds, of thousands of dollars, cost me money to say yes to the Lord. And I, and I, and I'm like, it feels like it's injustice. And I'm, and I'm in it with the Lord. I'm like, Lord, my faith has been shaken because I heard you and I haven't seen it come through. And he says, and I hear him say, oh, it's not that it's been shaken. It's been forged because it's been put in the fire. And I'm like, oh, my superpowers, the things that, are, that, that, are, that I'm really good at have been put into the fire. And the beauty of it is that when it comes out, it comes out even more pure. And it comes out forged and stronger than ever before. And I'm like, oh. You're doing more. <laughs> it has less to do with meeting my practical little needs that feel so real and big, guys. It's so real and big when it's happened. But I'm like hearing, I'm like, oh, the Lord, you're doing something. And this is pulling it out of the fire for, for, the, for what's coming next. And I'm like, oh, and I just hear. So I'm just hearing the Lord just like wave after wave just speak to me and and. Uh, as, as I'm hearing these messages and I'm like pondering the Lord and, um, you know, simultaneously, like Bethel Redding's going through a fast. Did you know this? Like they're going, they, they called a fast to feast on his presence. Um, they called a social media fast. I, you know, I'm sure everyone's doing a variety of different things in terms of what they're fasting. But um, it's just a seven-day fast coming out of, right out the beginning of the year. So, and then Chris's word was in the middle of December. So I, I don't know that they were like, it wasn't like they strategized it. It just feels like, but it's all connected. And so I'm, I'm in this moment, I'm hearing the Lord, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to fast, I'm going to fast, I'm fasting. And I don't fast. <laughs> like, I, it's a great principle, 
I love it. There's times that I've done it. It's not a go-to. It's not like, okay, this is, I need to get breakthroughs, so this is what I'm going to do. That's just not the way I'm wired. Um, I'm like, oh, oh, but, but in this moment, it wasn't about principle. It was about presence. It wasn't, oh, here's the principles that I do, my, my steps that I do when I need something. It was, no, actually, the Lord's breathing on something. And so I want to partner with it. So <clears throat> then I'm back to this meeting with Leif, and, and, uh, and all of a sudden he starts talking about Sabbath. And, and, and <clears throat> I got some opinions about it, but that's a side story. And so he starts talking about Sabbath and resting, and then he turns to me and he says this, it's a capital offense to not love yourself the way God loves you. It's a capital offense. You don't commit murder. You, 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 you don't do adultery. Well, number four is you rest. I'm like, oh. And so I just hear the Lord like, oh, he's calling me to Sabbath on a Saturday. And that's my strategy for working. I'm like, that's going to cost me again. <laughs> but, but it didn't, it, none of it mattered. I'm like, oh, I, I, I hear the Lord. Oh, I need to respond to this. I need to say yes to this in this moment to see what the Lord's doing because I want the landscape of my future to change. And he's doing something to change the landscapes of future. Um, I'm running uh, uh, out for a run yesterday, and uh, one of the trails that I run in is uh, has a creek. And, you know, we just had three and a half inches of rain in like eight hours or something. And so it's like, you know, it, it, it all flooded, and then now the creek's back down, and I'm running. So I'm running along, and, and I'm like, again, if I can say anything, listen. Listen, because the Lord's, the Lord's speaking, and he's going to speak to you individually. Uh, a lot of what Chris is pointing at is this is a personal thing that will, if we do it personally, will be a corporate breakthrough. And so it's personally, what is he saying? What is he speaking to me? What is he saying for me? What is my, you know, uh, 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 Holy Spirit strategy and, uh, and adjustments that I need to make? Uh, in, in, in my game, the game of life, whatever your purview is. And so I'm on this run, and I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a teacher. I, I don't like to be cheesy. Like, like I, I, <laughs> I, I, I can run and get all kinds of revelation about running and about, you know, what it is to endure, endure till the end. I mean, I can make messages out of stuff. And I'm like, I don't like to do that, even though I've got a zillion of them with my experience with running. But I'm like, ah, it's just something like tweaks me a little. I don't know what it is. My own thing. Blake gets it, though. <laughs> and so I'm like, so I'm on this run, and, and the waters had already receded. And I'm like going along, and I'm like realizing the whole landscape of this whole trail has changed because of the flood. Because it flooded. Like, trees are in different places. Trails have changed. Like the landscape has shifted, and then I hear the Lord. If you feast on my presence... You'll experience a flood of my presence that will change the landscape of your future. And I'm like, oh. I'm going to fast and I'm going to feast. I'm going to listen. I'm going to adjust. I don't think it's just for me. I think it's for us. I, I, I believe it's, you know, you know, Lauren. I talked to her yesterday, and she's in Reading, and she's like, 
she goes, there's a, quite a buzz of expectation about the fast that's happening, like corporately. And I'm like, oh, yeah, something's going on. <laughs> like, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. There's something happening in the spirit realm in this moment that I, I don't want to miss out on. I also want to partner with it because the end all be all everything is that we become who he says we've become and we do what it is he's called us to do and the world gets reconciled back to him that's what we're doing and this is how he does it because he does it by the spirit not by might and so this is just my personal story with it that i feel like i feel like we as a body need to come along and 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 partner what if we all personally had breakthroughs that changed the, the landscape of our future because we listened in this moment? That changed something. Like, like, like we operated in a way, you know, here, and then all of a sudden now we operate this way because the Lord is dealing with humanity differently. Like a, a moment where we wait and see what the present, the Holy Spirit show up and see what happens. What, what could be different in our life? Like, oh yeah, I don't know. Anyway, let me see where I'm at. So here, here's what I'm doing. Oh, we're done. We're going. I'm, I'm, land, I'm landing the plane. That's what I'm doing. Um, here's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, so I'm fasting. It's a seven-day fast. Um, you can fast whatever you'd like. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm, calling, I'm calling us to do this. I'm calling us to do this as a family, and I'm calling us, like, it, 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 it's, you can pick a day. I don't care. It's not like, you know, you've got to start today, and everyone's doing the same thing. Like, I don't care. It's your journey with the Lord, but I'm calling you to do it as part of our family and part of what's happening as a whole in, in, in our Bethel movement as a whole. There's something going on, and we want to partner with that. Um, so, so, so I'm fasting. Take seven days to fast. Fast whatever you like. It could be Netflix. It could be um, uh, food. It could be alcohol. It could be uh, uh, fun. Uh, maybe not fun. Definitely not water. Don't fast water. <clears throat> that doesn't work out. I tried that on a trail run one time. It, <laughs> I saw some things. Uh, <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> See, we can preach out of that, right? That's, that, that, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a message right there, and I'm like, I can't. That's too much. Uh, so go on your fast. And in your fast, feast on his presence. Like, feast on his presence. I mean, like, your attention to what he's doing and what he's saying is moment by moment. Because he's speaking loud. And we're thinking about where he's at and what he's doing, what he's saying, what he's saying over you, your kids, your family. What he's saying over your business, your job, your employee employment. What he's saying over your, your city, what he's saying over your neighborhood, what he's saying over your coworkers, Lord, what are you saying and doing in this moment? And what, what, what are you speaking about? Like we're feasting on him. We're feasting on it. It could be in your prayer time. It could be on your drive to work. If you're driving 40 minutes because you live so dang far away, at some point it'll change. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what you're doing, but you're spending that time. You're listening. I'm going to encourage you to listen to Chris's word. Listen to it. Like, let, let the prophet's grace activate something in you that causes us to be able to do something and experience something we couldn't have previously. So listen to his word. Feast on what he's saying. Feast on it. You can listen to worship music and just 
let, let it go in the background of it. We're, we're meditating on his presence. We're meditating on what he's about and who he is and what he's doing. So feast. We're going to fast, but feast on him during that time. And then ask the questions. Am I winning the game? I'm like, look at my year and a half, and I'm like, I ain't winning. I'm not winning this game. And is it because of me? Yes. It's because of me. I'm in the way. I need to think different, believe different, behave different. I need to make adjustments. I I do. I'm like taking an honest assessment about my role in the game. So make an assessment of are you winning or not. And then assess, what is your part in it? And, and be honest. And then ask the Lord, what is the Holy Spirit divine strategies of the adjustments I need to make moving forward? For me, it's I need to rest. I need to rest when I know when, when my go-to is work. I need to rest. And so that's my adjustment. I'm like, I'm going to change this. And it doesn't make sense. It, won't, it doesn't work on paper for me, guys. <laughs> it doesn't work on paper. But I, I, I hear the Lord, and it doesn't matter. I need to trust the Lord in this because this is what the Lord's calling me to. This is the adjustment, halftime adjustment I need to make. And, and, and so what is he saying, calling for you? Make the adjustments. Don't just talk about it. Make the, make the adjustments. Make the decision. Um, and then we're going to see what the Lord does. I have a feeling this time next month, we see something different than we saw today. I have a feeling this time in the middle of the year, or the, the, I'm sorry, this time, uh, in, in six months from now, we're going to see something different because of what's happened in this moment, because we partnered. I, I, I feel like the landscape of our future is, is, is it's riding on what we do today in this word, in this grace moment. There's a grace moment that, that, is, that is happening that we can partner with. And just see. I don't know. We're going to wait and see what it looks like for people to be baptized in the Spirit before we even knew what it was. Like, we're going to wait and see. I don't know what it's going to look like. But what? What? Who knows? Let's go on a journey and find out. Because there was one thing I know how to do really well is follow the Lord. I know how to follow the Lord. And, 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 and I can feel that we're in this moment. You talked to me two months ago. I don't have this conviction. I don't have this faith. I have this question. <laughs> and, and, and today I can feel it. I'm like, ah, oh, the Lord has pulled my superpowers out of the fire. And now I'm forged. And I'm like, oh, no, I know how to believe the Lord. And I can believe the Lord. I believe the Lord on this. There's something happening we can partner with that will change our future. And I don't know what that's going to be. But let's find out. <laughs> Does that sound all right? All right, why don't you guys stand? He's going to talk to you. He's going to say some things. So if you receive that word, say, I receive it. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. Lord, we just attune our ears and our eyes. And Lord, we just say yes and amen to all the things you want to do and say all the adjustments you want to make. We are your humble servants. We are your sons. We are your daughters. We're here to serve, and we're here to say our life is on display for you to come in and bring the plumb line and make the adjustments that need to be made in moving forward with what you know you're bringing us into. 
the things that need to happen that we can't take with us into the next season, call it out, Lord. Call it out. The things that need to shift and adjust to go into the next season, call it out, Lord. And we just say we are your willing and humble servants and say yes and amen to the adjustments to what you want to do. And, Lord, we just say we stand on the edge of our seat in hope and anticipation for the kingdom to show up in a wildly, massively different way. And we have front row seats, Lord. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To stay connected with Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com.